This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. On this episode of The Commercial Break. Hey, my turtles and pterodactyls. It's Brian Green, co-host of The Commercial Break. The good news, if you're hearing my voice, you've made it to 2021, or we're all in podcast purgatory with The Commercial Break. But in either case, it has to be better than 2020. You must admit that. Uh, So here we are. Last episode of season one, episode number 40, the very unnecessary best of season one, part two, episodes 19 through 37. I think I couldn't have made the name any longer if I tried. We'll be back next week. New studio, new content, new season. And I'll make the announcement now we are going to have a Patreon channel and we'll do full episodes for those who are members of Patreon. And we will also still do this Tuesday episode for everyone in general. So we're very excited about that details to follow next week so make sure you tune in on tuesday until then if you want to drop us a line at the commercial break on instagram you can go info at tcbpodcast.com type that into your computer machine send us a hotmail right on over to my yahoo account and we'll make sure we respond just as soon as possible so without any further ado i give you the very last episode of season one The Unnecessary Best of Season 1, Part 2, Episode 19 through 37, with a strange British lady narrating the episode straight from my computer box. It's my gift to you. Enjoy. Clips from Episode 35 things I did today. How long did the message go? Two or three minutes. Today I went to the hairdresser and it just, just know that I don't have coronavirus because no one there has coronavirus because they don't even touch you. They don't, they don't touch you at the hairdresser. They don't touch you at the hairdresser, mom? No, they don't touch you at the hairdresser. They have like a plastic thing in front of you. They have a plastic thing in front of you, but they don't. How do they get to your hair? I don't know. I didn't even ask them. I just went to sleep for a little while. Thanks, Mom. I'm going to send you straight to voicemail now so we can so you can leave the rest of the conversation. Thanks, Brian. I love you. <laughs> Hi, Brian. It's your mom. <laughs> <laughs>
we sent out our first break room to, uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was. Yes. No, yes. yes. Well, yeah, a couple days ago. When the, when this show airs, it'll be a couple days ago. <laughs> I keep forgetting we're not stuck in space and time, so it's a, it's a little bit different. But so I put this voicemail in there that my mom. I can't had, believe I can't believe it doesn't cut her off. It doesn't cut her off. It's like a four and a half minute message. It's like uh, I I think it's like my my phone company knows that it's my mom calling and is like, oh, we'll give her an extra couple seconds to get out. Whatever. <laughs> and then Irving said that he loves you and he wants you to be his son. And then Jean from Texas, you know, Jean from Texas, she's from Texas. <laughs> my mom always qualifies people by by saying, you know, who they are and where they're from. So right. even though there's only one gene that's currently alive at the door, there was a two genes, but now only one of them is alive. And but she still calls her Jean from Texas. And then there's, you know, Bob from Oklahoma. And then there's Joe from Utah. You know, Joe from Utah. He's got one leg and he's proved to all the girls at the table. <laughs> yes, Mom, I, I know how that is. Well, Irving didn't send Irving doesn't like him very much. OK, I'm going to go. I'm going to. Can you call back? Because I'm going to send you straight to voicemail. OK, bye. Hi, Brian. It's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Here is Henry Fonda's first appearance. I don't know where they're based out of. I've, t- I've talked to some people over there, and I don't. I found out that some, you know, there's a rather large podcasting. I'm happy platform. to like actually help you with your research. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I need backup on my research? <laughs> <laughs> I too am in quarantine, and I don't have two small children. So let, let me help you with your research. Uh, is how can I help you? Yeah, this is Brian Green with the uh, commercial break. The what? The commercial break. Yeah, okay, okay. What you want? I'd like to buy an advertisement on your uh, on your platform just so I can get some new listeners. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yes. Currently, we're running a special. You can get a large size banner ad, and you can supersize it for six thousand seven hundred and twenty-two dollars. Oh, great! Can you tell me about how many people you have on the website every day? Six million. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah, six million. <laughs> that's fantastic. So how many clicks do you expect out of that six million? Probably five million. <laughs> wow, where are you guys right, based? There, it's, it's, it's all the six million people that have a podcast. That's that are correct. Really on. <laughs> that's correct. Who's that? Who's speaking? <laughs> Who's speaking? I can only speak to one person at a time. It's the law of my country. <laughs> Which country is that? Uh, Roba. Oh, where's Shabalaroba located? North of the North Pole. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and space. And, yes, yes, we're in outer space. We're, we're podcasting from outer space. Would you like to buy the banner ad? Yes, I would. Where do I sign up? <laughs> I want you to go to Western Union and send it. Oh, that's you awesome. This, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> Every time I find a new podcasting platform, I'm like, oh, I wonder if we can do business with them. See if we can find a few new customers. And then I'll get like emails at like four o'clock in the morning. Sure. No problem. How many many clicks do you need? How many clicks do you need? I don't know. How many can you provide? Is many. We have the many package or the more package. Which one would you like? I'll take the many. $5 $5 million. <laughs> That's awesome. Ah, I'm a podcaster, so my ego is big. I'm just, I'm willing, I'm willing to pay anything for anything. <laughs> oh, there's a little joke about podcasters. How many, how much is a podcaster willing to pay for a new listener? Uh, and the answer is anything. how much, how much you got? How much you got? <laughs> 
Brian almost gets a happy ending in a clip from episode 20. This is quickly turning into something a little bit strange, like, and it felt strange. It, it, yeah. You know, if the woman had, if it had been Bertha and Bertha was doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. And she was just like doing it because that's her years of experience tells you that, yes. you know, there's some tenderness in your nuts and you need to massage those balls <laughs> that I probably would have. Like, I'm feeling right? something from your hand. Yeah, the, <laughs> your, I need to get yes, to the balls. Your balls are very, <laughs> your, your balls are very tight. I feel the tightness is coming from. You have two nuts in your balls. <laughs> The shaft of your it's penis. One not, it's yes. one not either ball. <laughs> the shaft of your penis feels very hard and tight. I must let me work it out. Don't worry. Bertha knows how. <laughs> Bertha knows what to do. You're in good hands, literally. Right. You would be like, that's exactly what should happen. Yeah. Get, okay. So go for it. If, it, if there was like a, you know, a doctor puts his hands on my nuts or her hands on my nuts, I don't, there's no sexual feeling about it whatsoever. It's a clinical bullshit. And so there's some masseuses, you know, that are just clinical, but this was not clinical. It was bordering on getting strange, like wild, like yeah. a wild orchid, uh, orchid scene. Yeah. So I had to quickly like, you know, position her hands somewhere else. And then she went for it again. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now to be clear, she wasn't like sticking her hand down my pants. She was massaging my lower abdomen, but every time getting a little <laughs> bit lower. And I was like, what are you doing? There's no muscles in my lower abdomen that you need to massage. I haven't worked those in years. What are you? <laughs> look at me. Does it look like that's where I hold my stress? That's where all the good stuff is. <laughs> That's where I eat my stress away. Oh, my God. I swear. Now, it's a running joke for the entire, like, you know, if when, whenever I go get a massage, Astrid will say, are you going to get a bus glow? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe, my, maybe this will be my lucky day. Here in America, it just doesn't happen like that. They stay really nipples to knees. I mean, sometimes they massage your thigh occasionally, right? But they're quick about it. It is very <laughs> clinical. They're quick about it. I don't know. Maybe the bus glow would have been quick, too. Who knows? I didn't give it a try. <laughs> Brian won't be a rock and roll star in a clip from episode 22. One of the guys in the band knew that you could call the rec room and get yourself a spot for, you know, for nothing, right? You'd be, yeah. it, uh, rec room, how can I help you? Uh, yes, I'm a band and I'm, I'd like to book a, a show. Okay, uh, what are you doing this Thursday at 3 o'clock? <laughs> Well, I'm a sophomore in high school, so I'm going to be in high school. Oh, that's really bad. Too bad we got a spot you could fill it Thursday at 3 o'clock. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get out of school, I think. You know, everyone in the background's like, we'll get out of school. We'll get out of school. Yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. it. Okay, we're doing okay, it. We're, we're doing it. Okay, so what do we need to do? Show up. I guess show up. <laughs> okay, how do we promote it? That's that's entirely up to you. We <laughs> we here at the rec room have an open promotion policy. You feel free to do it however you want. Okay, great. Can we like use your logo and stuff? Uh, we don't have a logo. It's just spelled rec room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. We're gonna be there Thursday at three o'clock. Do we? What time is sound check? Three o'clock. <laughs> oh, that's what time sound check starts. Sure, man. Whatever you want. Three o'clock. <laughs> Call it sound yeah. check or three o'clock to three thirty-five. It's all you. <laughs> so we show up. We get our gear. We show up. I swear to God. Maybe it's not a Thursday, but maybe it's a Friday, and it's like four thirty, right? So we show up. 
We put out these flyers at school. We get like 26 people to attend, right? And everyone is super excited. And I am just a ball of fucking nerves. I'm like, oh my God, I got to get up there in front of people. Like we've been doing this in this guy's addict, you know, to no one. And now I got to get up and sing these melodramatic songs that no one's going to like. And just all this stuff that goes to your head. And I had a real bad bout of stage fright. And so I was like, oh my God, holy shit. And so we get up there, we start plugging in our instruments and the guy is in the back of the room, right? He's like in, at the soundboard. Hey y'all. Okay. Just go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> fa la 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 la. Similance, similance, similance. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Go ahead guys. Right. I'm testing microphone one, microphone one. You're testing microphone one. It's fine. I, I can hear you. Oh, okay. You want to do the drums next? No, I want you to start playing. It's 3.05. You have exactly 27 minutes left. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were... And there's like the 26 people are standing out there and they're all like, what is going on? Like, And I was like, I'm sorry. I thought we had a stage... Uh, I thought we had a, a sound check. Hey, brother, do the sound check on your own time. You guys got to get yeah. going. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm going to share that I've been going through a difficult time lately with one of my family members. No trauma, no huge drama, just a difficult situation that I'm trying to navigate. It's times like these when I'm grateful I've got a therapist that I can speak with. Therapy for me is the release valve. It's a place I can go and speak to an objective third party about even the smallest of details in my life. I've been using therapy for many years to help me navigate these difficult situations, but then to also work on some of the bigger issues we as human beings all experience. And I'd like to think it's making me a little bit of a better person. If you haven't given therapy a try, or it's been a while since you've been to therapy, I'd like to recommend BetterHelp. BetterHelp is designed to be easy, convenient, and fit your schedule. It's all online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason, no additional cost. Whether you're trying to work through some big traumatic event, or you're just having trouble getting through the minutia of life, therapy can help. You can start today and get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash commercial today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash commercial. Take a few minutes, prioritize your own well-being, and you can start at BetterHelp.com slash commercial. Get 10% off that first month. And we want to thank BetterHelp for being a continuing sponsor of the commercial break. It was Boater's Safety Week on episode 23. I think he'd always wanted a boat. So he goes to the boat show and the boat show guy convinces him to buy a boat, right? An open bow ski boat. But my dad was not like a boater per se. He just liked going on the boat, but he had never operated a boat as a boat (laughs) owner, right? And we go out our first or second, this is either our first or second day, but I will never forget this. I, we have these skis, like water skis, and we're trying to learn how to water ski. And my dad's trying to learn how to pull us on the water ski, right? And right. It's, there's, there's a little bit, yeah, that. there's an art to mm-hmm. it, right? And so I'm out back and I am skiing and I'm just not getting up. And, you know, my dad says, okay, you know, come on in and we'll give one of the other boys a try, right? The engine is on. And I'm swimming up to the back of the boat where the ladder is. And I say, the engine's on. Right. My dad says, don't worry about it. It's an idol. Just get up and come on. As I start to, to pull myself up, I can feel something grabbing my swimsuit. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, like I kind of jump sideways. I'm like, oh, my God. I think something like grabbed my swimsuit or something like a like an alligator. <laughs> a leg monster. Yeah, yeah, a leg monster. 
My dad's like, stop it, you know, get in the boat. Come on, stop <laughs> fooling around back there. Stop your shit. <laughs> it's Sunday. Spare me the bullshit, right? <laughs> so I get up into the boat and my shorts are shredded. Oh my God. I had been, I had the, 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 the yeah. The engine, the till had gotten me, right? It had gotten me, but it didn't get me. It got my, my very, at that time, baggy swimsuit because it was 1992 and that was the the fashion, right? Luckily, that was the fashion. I had my hammer time pants on. (laughs) Can't touch this. Uh, And so I get back up to the boat and my dad's like, oh my God, you know, my, Kevin's like, why didn't it just take him all the way in? And then... Yeah. Remember that Brian's mom loves you on episode 24. Yeah. Hi, Brian, it's your mom. I, uh, I'm calling on Astrid's phone because I know you don't like me to bother you. That's the first thing she does. She calls on Astrid's phone because she knows I, she, I don't like to be bothered by multiple <laughs> phone calls. So she leaves the message for me on Astrid's phone. Hi. Okay, so listen, um, the, I know I came over to your house the other day and my phone is working just fine. And then all of a sudden it's not working anymore. So I don't really know what to do. Like, do I turn it on or do I turn it off? Or I'm not really sure who I call about it. And I've read a bunch of stuff from on that book that you gave me that came along with the phone. And it just has a bunch of numbers and letters in it. So call me back, okay? Because I don't know what to do. Okay, bye. <laughs> She's calling me from the phone. From the phone, I was going to say. She's calling yeah. me from the phone. <laughs> so so it I immediately work in some capacity. Yeah, so I immediately, you know, beep, bop, boop, 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 call up my mom, right? And it goes to her voicemail, but it's clear that the phone sh- at least should be working. It's ringing and it's it's going up, you know? Yeah. Hey, mom, it's Brian. Listen, I just called your phone and it's working just fine. Like, uh, if you're getting this message, everything's okay. This is the problem with my mother and her in her phone communication skills. That's it. That's all that needs to be said. If you called me and said, hey, Brian, my phone's not working. Dial my phone and see if it's working. I would dial your phone. And if it rang, we knew it would be okay. And there would be no need for additional communication because it's 2020. And we don't need to talk to each other every five seconds about everything that we're doing. Right. So then my mom calls Astrid's phone first, my phone second, back to Astrid's phone, back to my phone. Right. Finally, I pick it up. It's like dinner time. Hi, honey. It's your mom. I know, mom. I see it on the thing. Oh, it tells you who's calling? Yes, Mom. It tells me who's calling. It's called it's called a caller ID. They've had that since the 80s. Oh, yeah. It does the same thing for me. Okay, what do you what do you got, Mom? I'm just sitting here eating. Listen, I just wanted to call and let you know that the phone is working just fine. I know, because you're calling from it. Oh, that's right. How did you know that? Because I, you called from it the first time. Wait, did I call from the phone the first time? I didn't even realize it was working. I thought it was broken. <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, you called from the phone to tell me it was broken, but it wasn't broken because you called me from the phone. Oh, I was confused, I think. I think I, I don't think I slept very well last night. You know what happened? Do you know what happened, Brian? What happened, Mom? Irving called me, and he told me he loves you. <laughs> he, he loves you so much. You and the grandkids. He says that... Matthias is going to be Einstein. Okay, Mom, I'm eating dinner. Can you please let me go? Like, I don't want to hear about Irving and the stuff. And the, can we talk about this later? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I didn't realize it. You know, I, I understand. I understand you don't want to talk to me. Oh, Mom, don't give me the guilt trip now. I'm trying <laughs> oh, to yeah, eat. Yeah, that happens. I know, honey. I just call me back whenever. You don't have to call me back today or tomorrow or Thursday or Saturday. Just call me back whenever you want to. If that's next Tuesday, you can call me next. Okay, Mom, I'll call you back. Okay, bye. <laughs> Mom. Hey, kids. Just say nope to dope. This clip is from episode 25. One time I ended up mowing my lawn in my underwear 
high on LSD when I was like 16 years old and my dad was out of town and it was like seven, like six (laughs) 45, seven in the morning, you know, when no one wants to hear your fucking lawnmower and it's a quiet neighborhood. It's not like we lived on a busy street. We lived in a cul-de-sac a mile away from any street. Right. And so I was out there, you know, done it. And I I had put my speaker outside the window of the house and I was blaring the music and I was (laughs) mowing the lawn and I was like apologizing to the grass for killing it. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. And that's it's, something I was going to ask you. Like, how did you think about that when you were on the LSD? Because I would think you wouldn't want to kill the grass, like, like hurt the grass. I didn't want to hurt the grass. I was like, it wasn't about hurting the grass. It's that I knew that the grass had to be broken in order to regrow. That's how it all works. You have to be split in half and then you regrow better than ever. You know, it's like the whole, yeah. the whole thing. Meanwhile, I've got, you know, Beethoven's Ninth Symphony blaring out the window. <laughs> If it wasn't for my neighbor who kindly walked over and was like, hey, Brian. And I was like, hey, Mr. Hey. You know, Snoopy Snoops, what's going on? And he's like, I think you should probably go inside. And I was like, what? And he's like, I think you should let's go inside now. Let's go inside. Bless and I was like, I he was like, bless your heart. <laughs> he's like, let me finish up the grass for you. Thanks, Mr. Snoopy Snoop. No problem. Uh, you're in your, you know, you're in your underoos. With your small little uh, man boner running around, <laughs> running around the front yard, talking to the grass. Not a good look. <laughs> right. Let me help you out here, Brian. The Ungrateful Spreadhead from episode 27. For those of you that don't know, widespread panic would be akin, at least the energy in the room would be akin to like a Grateful Dead show. Even though the music doesn't sound similar, it's kind of more bluesy, rocky. But it's very much the same type of atmosphere. It's just like freewheeling. Yeah, and everybody loves each other, and you know. Well, and they, the thing is, is that they play a different <sighs> set of songs every time they play. So it's not they never it's not play your, the no, same. It's not thing your normal twice. Maroon Five. That's right. It's the same show, right. no matter what city you're in. This is something. This is why you travel around to go see them. It's they never get, play the same set special. twice. You yeah. get something special. Song they haven't played in years. That's right. It's called Bust Out. Bust Out song. It's called a Bust Out song. Yeah. Is that like when they bust out, out something for like one of the yeah. old tracks? <laughs> one of right. the old ones. Lay it down for twenty six <laughs> to thirty two minutes. <laughs> While I take a piss, find a new girlfriend, <laughs> get someone yeah. pregnant, and exactly. do a couple of hits of ecstasy. I come back and I'm 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 just in the middle concerto of the song. It's do, fun. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's fun. Sonny's going to do a 27-minute drum solo in the middle of Ain't Life Grand. (laughs) (laughs) It's that kind of band. Yes. Henry Fonda from Podcast Universe Loves Jeff Hoadley, a song from episode 28. Hello, everyone. It's Henry Fonda from Podcast Universe, your favorite podcast application, where we're always here to stroke your ego. I wanted to take a few minutes before this commercial break to say a very happy 72nd birthday to my very dear friend, Mrs. Jeff Hoadley. Of course, husband of Chrissy Hoadley. Now, if you would, everyone, sing along. Okay, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I hope you like 90 Day Fiance. It's my gift to you. Fuck you. Very good, everyone. Now with a little bit more heart. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Feel from the deepest part of your loins the ancestors that came before you and their ancestors. Feel it right in your penis chakra. Feel it deep in your penis chakra. Then imagine you have a vajakra. The chakra of a vagina. Mm. Now our ancestors are really talking to each other. Yeah, this is the place. Look deep inside your manhole. Find inner peace, inner sanctum in your inner rectum. Mm. No one wants to see Jeffrey Tubin's penis from episode 29. You'd pull a tubin right there. Oh, classic tubin! Classic I'm telling you tubin. that tubes always pulling out his cock. I was there. <laughs> is he? Is that? Is he known? That's that? just like that. I in my experience so, with the tubes, which I, I refer to him. In my experience, the tubes is such a he's such a character. He's always whacking out his cock and just d- doing it all over the place. Listen, nary nary a zoom call goes by with the tubes that you don't see his dick. I mean, it's just like go <laughs> tubes, get to town. I had no idea that was a thing, but when I heard about it, I was just very shocked. He's prominent. I mean, that's going to follow him for a while. I'd like to welcome everybody to the Warner Brothers fourth quarter corporate earnings call. <laughs> On the phone call today is CEO Jeff Zucker, head of our uh, head of our news and opinion division. Jeffrey. Oh, there's Jeff Cock. Look at that. That's classic tubes. What you doing over there, Tubes? <laughs> Getting one off real quick, boss. Great. We're just going to continue with the call. <laughs> I'd like to direct everybody to page 32 in the prospectus. We're talking about capital expense. Oh, look at that. It just jizzed all over. <laughs> Classic Tubes. <laughs> Henry Fonda is a strange bird in episode 30. When I was 15, my dad presented me. <laughs> oh, really? Henry. This is a custom in our, in, our, in our culture. It's actually not 15, it's 12. And uh, we're presented to the neighborhood. And what are you presented for? Hard labor and sexual favors, mainly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't want to go there. Thanks, Henry. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Henry Fonda is also a sexist from episode 31. I'm, okay, I'm not a woman, but... I, and so therefore, I, I won the lottery as far as genetics are concerned. So I can't imagine what it's like to feel like you don't have the same rights or privileges as someone else. Like I won the I won the skin color lottery. I won the middle class lottery. I won the man lottery. I won it all essentially, and um, that's through no doing of my own, through no fault of your own. You know, you happen to be a woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think <laughs> checked. Can I check? No, 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 Henry. no, no, Henry Fonda. You tried that the last time hey, when I went out. No, I didn't. I just wanted to make sure you were folding the clothes correctly in my closet. <laughs> Can I help it? Can I? I just wanted to check and see. I thought maybe you were wearing my jeans and you know, I was wearing yours. I didn't know. I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. I can't believe women can vote in your country. Yes, of course they can, Henry. Though they can't vote in your country. Oh, of course not. This is men and women have two totally different mineral makeups. 
men are made of steel and vinegar, and women are made of dirt and brittle bones. <laughs> and sugar and spice <laughs> and everything nice. Well, it depends on who you are. <laughs> I mean, ask Ariana Grande what she's made of. If you ask me, she's made of vengeance and of attorneys. <laughs> that's, that's what I know. She's, uh, listen, I may be a little not, maybe this is not the best conversation for me right now because I'm still a little upset about yeah. my defending divorce. Wound, the wound is still raw. The wound is still very raw. But what I do know is that women should probably have their own voting section. I think this would, I think this, this will make you feel better, right? Correct? <laughs> if you have your own voting section and we have our own voting section and then our votes count first and then we decide and then you think about things later on. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll just vote on that. This is how it works in my country, and it's been working <laughs> fine for ages. Which country is that? I don't know what to say right now. I'm under a few investigative uh, problems here, and uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. But just let, just, just so you know, we vote first, they vote second, we decide, they talk about it at tea parties. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but they, you know, they have their own tea parties, and we only have to have four or five security guards per tea party, just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we fought hard for that one. Let me tell you. <laughs> I wanted ten. I wanted ten. I didn't. Uh, I don't trust what the women are up to in this country. No, sorry, but has anyone seen my ex-wife, by the way, on Twitter or anything like that? I know you're friends with Seth Rogen now. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you heard? Has he said anything? No, he hasn't. Okay. Well, listen. I've got to go and uh, I got to go and fix this broken website. I think it's best that you do go. Okay, bye. We have Podcast Universe always here now. Bye. Okay, bye. Hey, listen, you got some extra time to come over later on tonight? Not tonight. Okay. I do have a load of dirty laundry in case you... Okay, just checking. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Let's admit it. Santa is a weird man. Episode 32. I'm really concerned about this because now I'm going to put my son and my daughter in the lap of a strange man who's been touching, you know, thousands of other children over the course of a couple of weeks. Yeah, how are they making that safe? They're they're not. Well, here's how they're, <laughs> they're not. They're not. <laughs> we shoved Come our kids on the COVID Christmas. <laughs> our Santa Claus, <laughs> our Santa Claus wears plastic and nothing else. No cleaning, no sanitizing. Your kids will get COVID. Don't worry. Herd immunity right around the corner. <laughs> COVID Christmas. <laughs> it's the COVID Christmas castle. Come on down. We have 12 Santas, 11 have died. (laughs) Do your kids hate Santa? We do too. (laughs) We permit him to not wear a mask, no hand sanitizer. (laughs) And we require that he be wrapped in plastic, nothing else. (laughs) Yeah, was he wearing a mask? No. (laughs) No, I say I'm going to wear a mask, please. It's like it a could have been trunk. like it could have been disguised underneath like a beard. Could have a beard. Yeah, that would have been a little weird. Uh, <laughs> Santa's got no mouth because <laughs> the kids aren't scared enough. <laughs> Santa's got no pupils. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Santa boxes, young man. Cauliflower <laughs> eyes, no pupils. His mouth is missing. Step right up. Yeah, step right up. He's got a broom for an arm. <laughs> a colostomy bag from Vietnam. <laughs> oh. Remember that hair Michael Jackson had? Same hair. <laughs> 
His hair melted in a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> Come on down to Christmas Cove and Castle. We'll take care of you. Mm. Oh my gosh. This sounds like a great outing. Ooh. <laughs> <Wee>. <laughs> uh, we call him Sickle Cell Santa. <laughs> We'll be right back out of these messages. <laughs> oh my gosh! Woo. I'm picturing it. And uh, it's making me just it, it, yeah, I know. Giggle. Me too. <laughs> Every time I would say something, I would picture like another missing piece of his body. <laughs> so they weren't sanitizing or masked Got up. Got cornbread pans for knees. <laughs> Surgically attached lizard feet in the tail. <laughs> Come on down. Your kids will love them. Looks <laughs> uh, like the Walmart Santa. Do your balls hang low? Do they dangle to and fro? Episode 33. Those people still aren't around. Except for me. <laughs> here. You I, are. You're still kicking right. it. I'm still kicking it. Nuts hanging down right on top of my ankles. Every time I walk, I, I hear a sound, a, cl- a thud, thud of another ball. Bong, bong. What is that? Uh, and my wife's name is Nancy. And I said, Nancy, what is that sound? And she says, those must be your balls hitting the top of your loafers. <laughs> Sometimes my nuts give my shoes a shine. (laughs) Occasionally I step on them. I can't feel them. They're so far away. It takes about an hour for me to feel the pain. I'll step on them on two o'clock by three o'clock. I'm sore. I don't know what's going on. I pee so much I fell asleep. (laughs) That's right. I take one of those contraptions. I just put a little put a little buff and wax on the bottom of my balls. (laughs) I just let them go to town. I kick my feet and I. Now that is what I call multitasking. That's right. I got an important meeting coming up. I just go ahead and wiggle my feet around. Ding, 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 ding. I pee so much I fell asleep on the toilet. Me and Nancy never slept in the same bed. That was rude back then, of course. You know, I sleep in one room, she sleeps in the other. So what I do is I just fall asleep on the toilet. I don't get a morning boner anymore. I don't get a morning boner anymore, sunshine. I call it the... Perpetual downward dog. (laughs) I let my balls hang out in the water and I I just got to careful not to flush them. I got to stand up. I will have a bottle of your finest wine, please. Episode 34. It's a little known fact that your testicles are the seventh sense that you Mm. use to eat. There's your ears, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, and your testes. It's, it's the taste bud testes, right? Mm-hmm. And so what you what taste I often do testes. is when the meal comes, let's say, what do you what do you like? You like to cook Jeff a good pork loin, right? I'm I'm thinking <clears> of it more as like a good bottle of wine. I like to open that up. You, did you know Jeff, you can drink Jeff, through your anus? Jeff, oh God. <laughs> you can get drunk through your anus? That's a true story. I think I have heard stories about that. Jeez. <laughs> well, it's, I've heard lots of cocaine stories. Yeah, that was yeah. about to say. Yeah. So let's say you bring a pork loin to the table, mm-hmm. right? I If I want to enjoy the whole meal, 100% in its complexity, I have to dip my balls on the, the pork loin. To. What do you have? A nice white wine sauce with that? Mm-hmm. So I, instead of making a big scene, 
with the pork loin at the table, what I would do is I would ask for a little sample of the sauce on the side and then just very politely. Like a ramekin? I'm thinking about what's going to happen in the future as we learn and develop the the testy taste buds. Okay. So I feel <laughs> like the, what's going to happen is you're going to order a pork loin with white wine sauce. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say, can I please have a testy taste? And- <laughs> Can I have a little? I like it. Can I have a little testy taste? A little tea taste? Can I have a little tea taste? Do you mind? A little tea taste. Yeah. And the waiter is going to go. Of course, sir. I'll bring that with. I'll bring that right away. Mm-hmm. And I'll say thank you very much. And he'll be like, Mister Green, your your tea taste. Thank you. And what I'll do is there'll be a little pocket right under your balls, and you'll zip it, and the balls will fall out, uh-huh. and you'll take your little cut. Your Slash. Little, yeah. It'll be like. I feel like it'll it'll be a little cup with two circles, and then you'll just kind of bloop bloop. That's good. And then you'll tell the rest of the table. That you'll say, sucks. "You'll say this is this is great pork. <laughs> you guys should order it. It's fantastic." <laughs> I can pass t- the taste. Yeah. taste testies taste the, the, test. The testies taste <laughs> test. The taste test of the testies. I feel I like, like you could do the same thing with the wine, right? When they, de- I think this de- is a definite a niche product. You know, they always say to invent something, you make a lot of money from the little from starting the two little cups that, that you just put under any the table. Of it. Yeah. Like the testy diaper flaps. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the like jeans, I, I, the whole thing, the, the, I, the ball ramekin. I feel like when you get a bottle of wine and they're going to decanter it, <laughs> right. you just ask if it's okay. You just pour it over <laughs> your balls. <laughs> Do you mind pouring that over my ball? Nope, good. <laughs> Let that breathe a little bit. <laughs> Let that breathe a little bit. <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> Brian, why don't you order the bottle of wine? Thank you. Do I thank you? I think I'll have the 1922 Chateau Memoir. Fine choice, sir. <laughs> would you bring it Would you please? <laughs> would you please bring the decanter with room for my balls? <laughs> Bring, bring the nut canter, please. Thank I like you very it. much. Bring the decanter, and by decanter, I mean decanter. The D decanter. The tea canter. Oh my God, I'm crying. Okay, sir, you're a 1929 Chateau Marmont. It's fine. That's an excellent year. But, sir, may I, may I say your balls are. <laughs> Smooth and pleasant. Your balls have exquisite taste. Uh, your balls. <laughs> your balls. Your balls know a great line when they taste what. I don't even know that anybody can hear what we're saying because we laughed so hard. I'm crying. I'm literally crying because they can see my balls in the decanter. Good. You have exceptional taste, sir. Don't mind if I do. Your testes have exceptional taste. Exceptional. I feel they like they can it's, taste things sometimes that your tongue can't. Can. That's right. <laughs> I get a hint of. I get a. I get a hint of floral. In, I get a hint of floral right in my scrot. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a hint of scrotal. Of scrot floral notes. <laughs> Oh, sir. I, uh, I, <laughs> it's, 
feel like I'm getting a hint of taint. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a tint of taint in there. Is there just a little bit of tint of taint? <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Such a fine taster. <laughs> Grass-fed grass from episode 35. We're talking about like bringing on an emotional support animal. Handing someone a piece of paper that says, I need this dog to comfort me through my flight. Mm -hmm. But what people have been doing is they've been taking on all kind of animals to comfort them through the flight. Yes. And the list that I read now, now is against the law, right? They've changed the laws or the the whatever, the the regulations. I don't even know what, what. Well, I don't even know if there's a law, but just regulations. Yeah. It <laughs> must be law. It shall be law. You can no longer take your peacock on the plane. What's a plane? <laughs> Is that one of those new fangled things that keeps ice cold? Hmm. <laughs> I've got an ice box. It's literally a box for ice. Uh <laughs> Stop by the BP. Come on down. I'm pumping your oil. I'm pumping your oil for you. That's full service. Full service. I'm pumping the oil and I'm refining it right here. Drop your car off on Tuesday. By December, you'll have a gallon. Hipsters would do that. That's what, of course they would. Grass-fed grass, man. I get my oil pumped straight from the ground. The BP on Crossville and Crabapple. I don't know if you know, but it's like it's totally... There's no one hurt in the process. Literally, right. nothing is hurt except the oil in the process. Like farm to table food, it's that's right. Oil, it's well, oil it's, to car. it's well to tank, straight well to tank. It's rock to tank. We go rock to tank. That's why I don't want anybody hurt in the process. I don't want any of those dangerous machines running oil all over the place, dude. I got a solution. We're gonna drill a hole as far as we can. When you know when it comes bubbling up like the Beverly Hillbillies, we'll take it. We'll do whatever we do with it. <laughs> Put it in the car. It's organic. That's right. I don't want my rain. organic I don't, gas. I don't want my rain. <laughs> organic grass fed grass fed gas. <laughs> grass fed grass. I don't want my Range Rover hurting any more people than need be. Right. My dad will be pissed. <laughs> Gave me that for my thirty eighth birthday. <laughs> You'll excuse me, I have a first class flight to Italy. <laughs> I've got to take teaching some students over there how to with your emotional how, support yeah. I am all how to make sunflower cheese. <laughs> it's my life's passion. I'm staying at the Ritz. If anybody needs me, I'll be staying at the Ritz. And finally, Dr. Henry Fonda is back with some marriage advice on episode thirty six. It's electromagnetic. Hardly <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. Oh, look, it's our old friend, Henry Fonda. Hello, Henry. Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? Happy Christmas. Merry holidays. All that shit, are you? <laughs> that shit. Well, listen, I mean, I don't know. People practice, you know, there's the uh, dreidel, 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 and then there's uh, Hanukkah, there's uh, Festimus, there's all that uh, Christmas in our country, we call it uh, the day of no presents. You know, there's a there's a couple oh. different. Uh, well, listen, I mean, we have other things more important shit to worry about than uh, Santa Claus or whatever you call it. Oh, <laughs> so I heard Brian talking about that. Uh, maybe he's having problems in his marriage, and I thought I'd come on. Uh, I've recently got my PhD from the local college down here, the University of uh, I know everything, and. Uh, <laughs> 
it's partly online, partly in person. I just took the online portion of it. But I am now a certified psychologist and uh, marriage counselor. Nice. Congratulations, Thank Henry. Thank you. Thank you. And I wanted to be, because, you know, you and I have had a hard time connecting on some things. I know that, uh, I know Jeff is being very protective of you. He's very concerned that I may step on his toes or his balls or whatever is he going is, yeah. so He's like low-hanging balls. <laughs> Get it together, Jeff. You need a, you need one of those ball straps, you know, the one, the kind that you just, you, you hook two clips and then you put it put it up you hook two clips to your balls and then one on your headboard and then you just stretch your scrot sack i saw that in sharper image sharper image is one of my favorite catalogs <laughs> really let me tell you we also have podcast universe image which is another place it's full of uh dildos <laughs> it's full of fruit shaped fruit that that we that you can use for whatever you want for a neck massager yeah, we sell apple massagers <laughs> For your apple bags, if you know what I mean. But anyway, with my newfound degree in uh, marriage uh, psychology, I thought I'd want to come on and share some of uh, the uh, customs and cultures and things that in my country, the things I've been learning about marriage. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, so first, a little update. How are you and Jeff doing? Jeff and I are fantastic. Jeff looks great, I'm telling you. He looks fantastic <laughs> in those pictures. And uh, every time I see him come out of the apartment, he looks wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad you've been watching us. Well, you know, I, I live in the same neighborhood. I'm around the corner uh, just uh, checking to make sure that you're okay. I'm, I'm a little suspicious of Jeff. I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> Why? Well, he's so protective of you. I mean, usually in my country, when we get married, it's the last thing we're worried about is our wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is important, you know, if we're going to keep the species going. We've got to get out there and make babies. But not with our wives. That's terrible. <laughs> Marriage is not for sex. It's for uh, it's for uh, toiletries and uh, nice towels that you get when you get that married. The gifts. For the gifts, basically. So uh, let's go through a few things that I think you and Jeff and uh, possibly Brian and Astrid may be doing wrong, or or maybe we can just get, maybe there's a little help that I can offer you. Is that okay? You don't mind if I give these are Henry Fonda's top ten marriage uh, uh, tips and tricks. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I, took, I took some notes, if everyone doesn't mind, I'll keep my notes here because, you know, I've, uh, I've got a lot of things on my mind lately uh, with the divorce going on with Ariana Grande. <laughs> she now refuses to show up to court. She claims she does not even know who I am. Aww. This is crazy business. I took picture. I took picture. I buried it in ground. I did ceremonial dance. <laughs> I set two llama feet on, on fire and I sent her notification by USPSPSPSTS. Which is our local postal system. Not so good, just going to be real honest. Listen, I think one of the things that um, that Astrid and Brian did correctly that you and Jeff may be missing is you've got to get right to the baby making. I mean, listen, <laughs> right to the baby making. There's no other point in being married except to procreate, to pop up little children that can then pay your bills down the line. Right, and take care of you when you're old. And if this is a matter of fertility, I can give you a little help in this department too. There's a, fert uh, a fertility technique that I call mashed potatoes. And this is it. <laughs> <laughs> This has been going on for a long time in my culture. Uh, you know, I, what I want you to do is, uh, next time Jeff comes in the door, the first thing is you tell Jeff, stay right there. Okay. I'm going to come over to him. You're going to kneel down before him, head right around the uh, crotchial area, right there. Crotchial. Uh, yes, that's what it's called, I think. That's the technical name. You guys have had your noob shields, so you know, do you understand what a man and a woman do mm -hmm. when a um, woman gets on her knees? Mm -hmm. I want you to constantly punch Jeff right in his penis. <laughs> 
Oh, that's the mashed potatoes? Well, it gets the sperm going. It, it wakes them up. It, 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 wakes it, it them lets up. them know it's time to go to work, right? It's, <laughs> sometimes you can't wake up for work and you need to <laughs> You need to hit snooze toy. <laughs> sometimes you need two punches in the fetus. <laughs> This is long-standing family tradition. Oh, <laughs> and I'm telling okay. you what, my mom... <laughs> my aunt had 12 children this way. <laughs> now they're different colors, but, you know, that's a story for a different day. That's a story for a different podcast. I'm just letting you know. So, you know, get get to okay. the mashed potatoes. You, you get the mashed potatoes. Right in the potatoes. Okay. Yeah, bang, bang. Keep on going. And if, he's, if he screams in pain, this is okay. That's just him waking up to the reality of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it the very last episode you made it through tune in next week for the first episode of season two we'll give you more details on patreon and we'll let you know what the schedule is with the live shows at the commercial break on instagram info at tcbpodcast.com is the email address tcbpodcast.com is the website you can find all of our youtube episodes and every single audio episode there it's been a great season one See you next week. This episode is sponsored in part by Squarespace. Back in 2020, when we first started the commercial break, Astrid and I would pick up consulting jobs, helping other quote-unquote creative types get their podcasts up and going. And one of the services that we offered was to build them a website. I used the word build, but that may be overselling what we did because we used Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting a new business, you're a creative type that needs an outlet, or you've had a business for a while and need a new web presence? Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything on your terms. I used to work in the internet marketing business, and one of the things that I sold at that business was search engine optimization. Search engine optimization could cost tens of thousands of dollars a month, but Squarespace has SEO tools built into the platform. And another thing I really like about Squarespace is their ability to help you build a course that you can market and sell online. Plus, you're going to need to get paid for that course, and Squarespace has all the payment tools built in. Go to squarespace.com right now for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash commercial to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And thanks to Squarespace for being a sponsor of the commercial break.